Yesterday, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo resigned in disgrace, maybe America's most well-known governor, after a nearly 200-page investigative report from our state attorney general's office determined a widespread pattern and practice of sexual harassment against women in and out of his office, including many crimes that he committed. I want to unpack and explain what it means, tell you why it matters to you, even if you don't live in New York. Let me get into it. It's something I've been tracking for a very long time, and I've even written about it for the North Star. This is Sean King, and you are listening to The, the, the Breakdown. The, 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 the Breakdown. If you plan on traveling abroad this summer, make the most of it by learning the language of your destination with Babbel, the number one selling language learning app. From ordering in restaurants or asking for directions to gaining a deeper understanding of the culture, Babbel makes the whole process of learning a new language fun and easy. Babbel's 15-minute lessons make it the perfect way to learn a new language on the go, and you can learn anytime, anywhere. Listen, I was never great, I'm still not great, at learning new languages, but Babbel has taught me so much already, and I'm excited to learn more. Right now, when you purchase a three-month Babbel subscription, you'll get an additional three months for free. That's six months for the price of three. Just go to Babbel.com and use the promo code BREAKDOWN. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com, promo code BREAKDOWN, for an extra three months free. Yesterday, New York's governor, probably the most powerful governor in America. Um, you know, that, that's, that's debatable because there are several very powerful conservative governors across the country, but certainly the most powerful Democratic governor, maybe alongside Governor Gavin Newsom of California. Certainly, I do think Governor Cuomo was the most known governor in America and a constant fixture in New York politics before he was governor. This, this was his third term, mind you. Uh, before he was governor, he was attorney general in New York. He had been a district attorney. He had worked in presidential administrations. He was the uh, head of housing and, and human services and uh, housing and urban development, and has just been a constant fixture in New York politics going back literally 40 years to when he managed the political campaigns of his father, who was also governor. To see him resign, uh, to quote my friend uh, Jabari Brisport, who is a state senator uh, here in New York, Jabari said, I actually never thought this was going to happen. <laughs> I never thought I'd see the day. And I understand. And I wasn't 100% sure I would ever see this either because he is about, Cuomo 
is about the single most arrogant, um, self-centered person in politics. For those of us in New York, we have always said that he is very Trumpish in so many of his ways. And this report, in a lot of ways, determined, no, 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 he is a lot like Donald Trump in his actual character and integrity or lack thereof. And and he resigned. And he had already said openly that he would not resign, was never going to resign. Now, he said all of that before our attorney general, Tish James, uh, a brilliant black woman who, for those of you who might be familiar with New York City politics, was our New York City public advocate, which is one of the most important positions in our city. And uh, she left that position. My my dear brother, uh, Jumani, is now the public advocate, and Tis James is the New York State Attorney General. It's easy for people who don't live in New York to only think of New York as New York City. But New York State is enormous, and she is the Attorney General of all of New York State. Um, she's from Brooklyn and has done an amazing job as Attorney General of, of New York. and. She led a serious investigation into all of the sexual harassment and even sexual assault allegations against Governor Cuomo. And this past week produced a nearly 200-page report on their findings. And, and State Attorney General Tish James brought in several experts to help lead this investigation. And when she brought them in, this was, gosh, six months ago, People were like, oh, because those names of who she brought in had a lot of weight uh, here in New York. And people were like, oh, this is, this is serious. And almost every Democrat in New York had already called for him to resign before the report. And every Democrat who had not called on him to resign said, I at least want to wait until this formal investigation is over. And once it concluded, all of them, every prominent Democrat, every elected Democrat in the state of New York called on him to resign, including his own lieutenant governor, including many of his very important allies in the state Senate, and including a man who appears to be his close friend, President Joe Biden. And when all of them called on him to resign, I felt like, damn, if he is somehow able to withstand this, I will be surprised. But he continued to say that he wasn't resigning and uh, continued to hold out. And what I have been told is that his friends in the state Senate, when he has many very close allies that are really some of the most powerful people in the New York State Senate, told him that he would be impeached told him that it was unavoidable, that it was coming, that he would be impeached. And had he been impeached, he would be barred from ever running for elected office again. And there is something more despicable about being impeached versus resigning, I suppose. And, and this was his attempt to avoid the impeachment that he was told by his allies who knew that he was going to be impeached. And all the pressure coming from every side 
um, clearly was enough to cause him to say, I'm stepping down. Now, he did something that irritated the hell out of New York politicians. He said, I am resigning. And that was the headline. And in the fine print, it basically said, in two weeks. <laughs> and uh, I, I I do have some problem with it. You know, his argument was, listen, New York is so complicated, it's going to take about two weeks for there to be a transition. I think he could have resigned effective immediately and still participated in some ways in the transition. Um, and, and so it's a bit problematic that he did it the way he did it. But that's his way. And what's wild, and I'm actually friends with uh, Lindsey Boylan, who was a whistleblower and was the was the first person to come out and say, I was routinely sexually harassed by this man while I worked in state government. And the governor tried to bury her and ruin her life and career. And so many people in the Democratic Party did nothing to stand by Lindsay. I'm I am proud to have stood with and beside Lindsay and supported her. And um, I wouldn't call it a, a vindication because I, I always supported Lindsay, but it is something like that for these women who risk their careers and names to come out and say what the most powerful man in New York had done to them. And man, you know, as a, as a man, I don't know, I don't know what that's like. You know, I've, I'm not trying to be funny, you know, but I, I've never been sexually harassed, you know, by, by anybody. And I have no idea what it would be like to, you know, while I am married to a woman and I'm a father of five girls and four girls and women who, who often experience sexual harassment of their own. I'm speaking of my college age daughters and my wife who experience it all over the place, uh, particularly just walking around the city. Um, I've never experienced that and don't know the pain and shame and then the guts that it takes to report it when it's the most powerful man in New York doing it, who clearly thought, and who had been taught this in a lot of ways, that he would never be held accountable. And this was that moment of, of him being held to account. There are still criminal investigations underway. And what's wild is this is not the only disgusting thing that he is in deep trouble for. Alongside this investigation is another very disturbing investigation. And I, I wrote about this and I, I talked about this publicly. If he did what I'm about to tell you and was a conservative, he would be the single most hated conservative in America. If Donald Trump did this, people would be talking about bringing him up on charges. Governor Cuomo in the the early, you know, I was going to say at the height of the pandemic, but we are now getting back to a place where it's hard to say um, if we are going back to that again. But yeah, at the height, at the worst part of the pandemic, when thousands of people were dying a day, and we are sadly trending back in that direction, lied 
about how many senior citizens were dying every day in nursing homes all over New York. He hid the numbers, doctored the numbers, and lied about it publicly and privately. And as a result, many experts have said it cost hundreds of more lives. I mean, this is literally a life or death moment. And he lied about, and I don't mean it was a miscalculation or a misunderstanding. He willingly, openly lied about what was a catastrophe as the pandemic, as the coronavirus ripped through nursing homes all over New York, killing thousands of senior citizens. I mean, decimated entire nursing homes. And he lied about it to save his reputation. He lied about it to the Trump administration to make sure that Trump did not have one up on him. And he hid it from the public. I mean, I'm not here to say, oh, is that worse than sexual harassment? Like, let's not play that game. But a deeply despicable criminal thing that cost people their lives. Unthinkable. And while he did it, he got a $5 million book deal to write about how amazing he was during the pandemic. It's like, what? You've got to be kidding me. Ah, here we are. And um, this, if I understand it correctly, he is now the third straight governor of New York to be impeached or resign in disgrace from some level of sexual misconduct. It's like, damn. Like, you know, I was going to say control yourself, but it's like, on the real though, like that you have so little self-control and so much arrogance that you do this at the height of power. And again, it's just like, this is what these men have been taught that they could get away with. And I am so looking forward to New York having a new governor. Our new governor uh, will be a woman. Our new lieutenant governor will be a woman. Uh, There will eventually be a new election, and there will be a lot of great candidates, and we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. But beyond all of these horrible problems, those of us who fight for progressive values, for universal health care, for seriously changing the systems and structures of policing and, and imprisonment, have always told everybody that will listen that Governor Cuomo is despicable and horrible. And, uh, and soon he'll be gone for good. And I'm glad about it. And I see some people saying, well, listen, conservatives never hold their leaders accountable. Why should we? Listen, I, I, I have nothing for that. I, I don't know what to say to you. Our goal should never be to be as despicable as our political enemies. And that they don't hold their leaders accountable is their own problem. But this has to be what we do. Love and appreciate all of you. I'll be right back here tomorrow and Friday. Glad to be back. Thank all of you for your support. If you're not yet a member at the Northstar.com, please, please, please join. We need your support. Take care, everybody. Break it down. Hi. 
This is Ghani Rose, Chief Content Editor here at The North Star, encouraging you to check out thenorthstar.com every day for insightful, engaging commentary on the stories that impact our culture. The writers at The North Star make it our mission to advocate, mobilize, agitate, and disrupt in the name of creating liberation-centered content. We unapologetically center the narratives of Black, Brown, and Indigenous people. We understand that you can get news from anywhere, so we are more interested in offering perspective that speaks to the experiences of our audience. We write freely and with freedom on our minds. We invite you to indulge in our daily editorials and engage in the dialogue that will change the world. It's the pathway to freedom.